Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance and underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I hope you're well. I hope you've stayed healthy. Had a good week. This week's episode is about control. It's about agency, as well as the major events that have gone on in the world, which I think stem from a feeling of a lack of control, a lack of agency. I'm talking about some of the stuff over in the US, but also over here in the UK where I live and record. And I think on a micro level, I'm seeing this more and more. I mean, I mean, far removed from some of the violence that we've seen in the uprising, but even on a very individual level, I'm starting to see people's well-being suffer from a lack of control, a frustration about the pandemic, a frustration that they, we can't do things, we can't travel, we can't see people, we can't connect in some of the ways that we are designed to and really want to. And I think it's really starting to degrade people's well-being. So I wanted to record my thoughts on that. And as always, I hope very practical tips on how you can get a little more control or a lot more control, actually, in some cases, and create a little bit more spontaneity um, into your life. So let's focus on three things, three ideas that we can kick about. And and as always, with any of my content, um, pick out what works for you. Pick out what uh, what you think you can tangibly implement rather than trying to absorb everything. Take what you need, disregard the rest is, is often my approach to consuming content and learning and, and anything in life really. So number one is look to focus on what you can control and there will be a lot that you can control, perhaps a lot more than you think. I find it very helpful to have daily goals, daily non-negotiables for example, which for me are vegetable intake sleep, meditation, and movement. They're the absolute fundamentals for me and my well-being. So I look to focus on those because I can control those things. I can control how many vegetables I consume. I can control how much sleep I get to a point. Now, a couple of nights ago, I had a poor night of sleep. I actually ended up being a seven hour and something minute sleep, which is not bad, but I was up for two hours. So it could have been a monster sleep. So I To a great degree, I can control that. I can get to bed at the right time, which gives me a sleep window of eight hours, for example, if I want to get seven to eight hours of sleep. I can go through my sleep staircase, which is how I prep my mind and body for sleep and make sure I'm in the right nervous system state. I can make sure that my room is cool, my room is dark, I've read, uh, and that I'm, I'm feeling suitably relaxed and my body and mind are tired enough to get to sleep. So I can control that. I can control my movement to a fairly large degree. And I can control whether or not I do a 10-minute meditation to a very high degree. So I look to focus on what I can control in terms of my daily goals, my non-negotiables. And then the local community to move things out a little bit. There is a lot that I can do within the local community, let's say in terms of movement. I can't get in the car and drive to Kent and go hiking at the moment, but I can explore my local area on foot with the dog. Um, There are things that I can control in the local area. You know, if I feel strongly about something, um, street champions program, for example, 
then I can try and clean the local environment up by taking action, um, role modeling behaviors. If I see some litter on the street, I pick it up, put it in a wheelie bin. Um, I've got planters outside the house. I'm trying to brighten up the, the local community. My whole attitude, my whole demeanor, I can contribute to the well-being of my community by being positive, friendly, and socially responsible. So I have a lot of control over it in that sense. I can't control people dropping litter and I can't control people dropping masks, but I can be that that positive role model um, and bring that positive energy out into the community. And then more broadly yet, values. What's important to me? If I understand what's important to me and I'm clear on that, then I can, can try and support those values in my actions. And in that sense, I'm in control. So for instance, what's very important to me is animal welfare. So I no longer eat meat. That's a huge first step, right, for animal welfare. Don't eat them. So we don't do that. There are still things we need to improve upon. So we still eat fish and we still eat eggs. But this is a really positive first step. And because I got my head around it in November and December, when 1st of January hit, which was nothing to do with the new year, by the way, I, I, my head was in the game. I'd already thought about how I'm going to get the protein in, how I'm going to make sure that I'm testing for the right vitamins, like B12, for example, and supplementing for those things. I feel I'm more in control now because I'm standing by my value. I'm embodying my value, which is I don't want to do harm to animals. So that feels really good. So that's just a handful of things that you can control on a micro and a macro level. And related to that is, is point number two, it's pick a cause and get behind it. If you're feeling like you don't have agency or you're, you're out of control, find a cause that matters a lot to you, that meets your values and really get behind it. Pull a load of energy behind that particular cause. And there's a few things I do in that area. Um, I volunteer my time to a charity called Diversity Role Models and we go into schools. Currently it's virtual on Zoom and we will run workshops that educate kids on the power of their language and of their individual words and try and combat the effects of homophobic, biphobic and transphobic bullying. Very, very rewarding work, intense, but powerful. Uh, that's one thing we fundraise for Alzheimer's research because my late father-in-law died of Alzheimer's related diseases. And uh, more recently, you know, the, the whole vegetarian cause, animal welfare, and more and more, we're getting involved in supporting people who protect the earth, as well as taking individual steps. And all of this gives me a great feeling of agency, a great feeling that I can do something about the world and my own personal challenges and the limitations that we're having imposed on us, and rightly so, by the government because of the coronavirus pandemic. And the third thing is about locus of control. Now, trying to change your locus of control is extremely difficult, but it can be done. Now, the locus of control, it's the idea that if you have an internal locus of control, something which I very much feel I do, it means you feel in control of things. You feel like what your decisions and your say matters and that you profoundly can affect your life and the direction of your life with your thoughts, your actions, your belief and your energy. Um, and I'm very much a, an internal locus of control person, an external locus of control is when you don't have that feeling. You don't have any feelings of power or agency or control and that life will happen to you and that you can't change it. This is fate. It's been decreed. It's going to happen anyway. You don't, you, you, you are not powerful enough to change that. And you can see very clearly the differences between the two and how that might impact your mental health and your physical health, therefore, and your overall sense of well-being. So doing some exploratory work into how you might shift that locus of control. And I think 
a good couple of first steps would be the two things that I originally outlined in, in this pod. You know, look to focus on what you can control, your daily goals, your non-negotiables, your local community, and then your broader values, what you stand for. And then picking a cause and get behind it, you can see the change that can be made. Uh, I'm involved as well from a supporter level in Compassion and World Farming. And I've seen that some of the petitions I've signed, and really that's all I've done at the moment, is sign some petitions and then share those. But we're making some inroads into live animal um, imports and exports, for example, the charity is. So I can see that my decisions and the, and the very fact that I'm not eating these industrially reared animals is huge for them. They're going to have a much better time of it if, uh, if the demand of the appetite for eating these animals goes down. So there is so much that we can control. And I think it's really important at the moment to focus in. Um, our, our worlds have shrunk anyway because we can't travel because of the pandemic. So shrink your world in, in the positive sense so that you can control those elements. You control what happens to it and you feel like you have this, this sense of power and agency. Now, I hope that's been helpful. I hope it's not been too esoteric, but I do think there's a problem at the moment with people feeling a little bit powerless. Like, you know, we are not used in this country, thankfully, uh, to being told what to do, to having that really sort of rigid sense of government and rule. So it does feel strange, but I think we have to remember as well that these restrictions are imposed for a reason. I support them personally. I think the lockdown has worked in terms of the numbers going down and it's eased off the hospitals slightly and the number of infections is down quite considerably and it won't last forever. You know, I, uh, I always finish my presentations with this picture of a tree that's been uprooted by the wind and the weather and, and yet... If you look closely, there's green shoots on the branches. This tree has still found a way to thrive, to find its way back up to the light. And I think we can take such positive message from nature. No matter what's happened to you, no matter how upended and uprooted you feel, you will find a way back to the light. You'll find a way to thrive again. So hang in there. Hang in there is my final message. If I can do anything to help, then get in touch via social media, get in touch through the website, bodyshopperformance.com. Other than that, please share this episode for anyone you think needs to hear it. Stay healthy, hang in there. All the very best for now. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.